Hello everyone, my name is Carolyn. Welcome to the Saving for Your First Home podcast. I am the CEO of The Financial Moment. We offer money coaching for those who are ready and willing to make financial changes in their lives. For the most of us, there comes a point in time where we think to ourselves, it would be really nice to own property. But it sometimes can feel like a pipe dream and not very easily obtainable. So I created this podcast to give you all the information and tools you need to take the steps forward toward home ownership. Take it from me, my husband and I started our lives together working part-time jobs with a young child. Fast forward through many hiccups and failures, we stepped our feet into our very first home. For us, it was a pile of dirt, but eventually our family home was built on that dirt. Now we are in the midst of growing our investment property portfolio. I created the Savings for Your First Home podcast to give you easy, actionable tools for you to do the same. If you have that same gut feeling that I did and want to create a life for yourself and your growing family, but don't know where to start, you are in the right place. Let's do this. Ever notice that once payday rolls around, we conveniently forget about our budget, our goals and savings plans? Our takeout increases, we make extra non-essential purchases, and really don't give spending much thought. It's not until our bank account dips a little, the realization kicks in that there are bills to pay and goals to be met. When my kids were younger, we had a group of friends that we traveled with every summer. Every detail of our trip was planned out, starting with the route. We would wake up at the crack of dawn, put the sleeping kids in the gloated car, and off we went. Over the years, we visited some beautiful places and made amazing memories. But interestingly, the memorable moments were always those that were not planned and happened spontaneously. One year, our destination was Tennessee. Now, picture a diverse group of families from the city headed toward the south. We were open-minded, but really didn't know what to expect. As we approached our accommodation in Gatlinburg, we headed up this mountain. It was filled with these winding roads that went around and around. We checked into our cabin, opened the balcony, and what we saw was the most breathtaking views. Nobody had expected that. This trip, hands down, was one of the best times of our lives. Life always comes with unexpected twists and turns. Unfortunately, so do our finances. There are two ways to manage these. First is where most people lie. The average American has some credit card debt. In 2021, a Go Banking Rate survey found that 30% of Americans have just under $5,000 in credit card debt, 15% had $5,000 or more, and 6% had $10,000 or more of credit card debt. Now, although 6% seems like a small amount, that translates to 14 million Americans with $10,000 or more of credit card debt. Now, in Canada, we're no better. According to Equifax, the average total debt, excluding mortgages, was around $20,000 in 2021. What does that tell us? When unexpected expenses arise, debt is used to compensate with no means for repayment. Credit cards do have a purpose, but when they are not accompanied with the plan for repayment, our financial position can spiral out of control. The alternate way to manage these expenses is to create sinking funds. Most of my life, I had no idea what that was. I understood the importance of saving for retirement, saving for our children's education, and even for our house down payment. 
but safe for the unexpected? That was never taught to me. So what is a sinking fund? It's money you set aside every month in one or multiple categories that is to be used at a later date. This way, you're saving up small amounts over a long period of time instead of having to come up with one big chunk of money when that unexpected expense comes around. It can be like new tires for your car, Christmas gifts, it does come once a year, vet bills, and even clothes for a special occasion. If you can recall, in episode two, we talked about the money persona. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, I would go back because it really is different for each individual person. We spend money differently just on our habits, our personalities. The type of sinking fund that you want to create may vary between the individuals. Let's go through how you actually set one up. The first step is to decide what you're saving for. I'll take the example of appliance repair. Now, unfortunately for me, my fridge that's only two and a half years old just conked out. It definitely was not an expected expense. The compressor of the fridge was covered under the warranty, but we didn't have any other warranty beyond the uh, manufacturer's one-year warranty. Of course, in order to get that repaired, it cost us $700 in labor to replace that part. Now, obviously, you can make the decision on whether or not you buy a new fridge or you stick with the old one and just pay for the repair. At the end of the day, you still have to come up with unexpected money. This is where the sinking fund comes in. Let's say our category is appliance repair. This is not something, obviously, that you hope to come up every year, but you do want to have a little bit of fun set aside for this. Okay, step two is where we need to decide where we're going to store the sinking fund you may want to open a separate savings account for a sinking fund to make sure that it doesn't impact your day-to-day spending. Keep in mind the type of account that you're opening. You don't want monthly fees to chip away at the balance that you're saving. Try and find those online free accounts where you can put the money aside in a savings account. It won't get impacted by daily monthly fees and the money can build up over time. The third step is deciding how much you need to save. If we take my example of the appliance repair, it happened to be $700. Now, I don't really know. It could have been more. It could have been less. How do you determine how much do you need in that pot? You can look at the last five years of expenses. If you find that an appliance goes every year, then perhaps decide maybe $1,000. If $1,000 is reasonable for you to save over a one-year period, then that would be a reasonable amount of money to have in the account if an appliance needs some repair every year. $1,000 divided over a 12-month period is approximately $83 a month. So that's how much you need to stash away in your sinking fund for this appliance repair fund that we created. Again, we want to make sure that that $83 is not impacting you in any way. And it's a reasonable amount of money for you to put aside without feeling it. The next step is putting that $83 into your budget. Now, you know, sometimes we get over anxious and we set up all these accounts and things are withdrawing from the account automatically and we think that we're doing a great job. But what we don't realize that it needs to fall in line with the budget that you've created. In our next episode, we're going to talk about how to actually set up a budget. So stay tuned for that. But just keep in mind as you're setting up these sinking funds that it falls in line with what your real goals are. 
and that's all there is to it. So a year from now, when that appliance goes, you're going to have the money ready to be able to withdraw it and pay for that repair. It won't have to go on a credit card, you won't need to go into debt, and you will just continue on saving for the next occurrence. I hope that helps. Thank you for listening. We are committed to helping you place your very first steps into your new home. See you next time.